Takeaway. What's your Richie's Daily Takeaway? I'm flying solo this week as Richie's at Flambards. I wanted to start this hour of the show uh, by passing on my love, big love to Northumberland and Cumbria, beautiful part of the world. Uh, obviously, it was my walking holiday weekend, the weekend before last. Uh, eight of us walked a big chunk of Hadrian's Wall. It was great fun. I'm still tired now. Surrounded by natural beauty. And you know what? Despite all the focus being on, like, the wall and the Romans and that kind of thing, the, the one thing that stole the show when we were doing our walking weekend up there was a tree, uh, Sycamore Gap. Have you ever heard of Sycamore Gap? An amazing, beautiful... It's just a tree and a dip, but it's something stunning about it. Uh, and apparently, I've just been doing some research on it, the tree, the Sycamore Tree, won the 2016 England Tree of the Year Award. What an accolade. We all got our photos taken by it and all that kind of thing, like horrible tourists that we are. And apparently... And for what I can confirm this, because we were checking it on our phones as we were walking around, which kind of ruined the whole thing a little bit, but it's in the tree, the gap is in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It made me want to watch that film again, just for the fact that we've been walking around that bit. And I was thinking to myself, right, as we were doing the walk, if you lived in that local area, you'd be so proud of the fact that that has made it into, like it or loathe it, Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves. It's a big movie, it's an iconic film, isn't it? Imagine having someone in your local area in a film or on telly. So that's what I want to talk about first hour of home time this evening. If your local area has a thing or a feature that's appeared in a movie or TV, tell us about it. Lewis says on Twitter already, yes, my hometown of Weymouth appeared in the World War II movie Dunkirk, which is a fantastic film. It's when that armada sets off to go and pick him up. Nick says our local pub, The Griffin, in Brentford, uh, was the main pub in the football movie Green Street. He puts in brackets, if Dick Van Dyke did hooliganism. Thanks for that, Nick. And Carl says, Victor Meldrew's house from one foot in the grave is not far away, but he doesn't say where it is. I mean, our local area is Leon C, and I can't think of any TV stuff or films. It's been on South End Pier's got to have been in something, surely. Let me know. Now, I got a tweet in from a fellow Evertonian called Manny earlier on. I thought he was just pulling me leg. He said Batman was legging it round Stanley Park in Liverpool the other week. He can beat the Riddler, the Joker and Penguin, but bricked it at the County Road Cutters. So I thought he was just taking the mickey. Uh, it turns out Ian from Liverpool's further clarified that in the new Batman movie, you know the one that's like four hours long, uh, Liverpool is used for Gotham and you see the Liver buildings and St George's Hall in the background. Well, I didn't know that. That's an amazing thing. You learn a new thing every day. Get in touch and tell us if uh, your local area has made it to the big time. We've got Nicola on the line. Has that happened to your local neck of the woods? We had... Anthony Hopkins uh, filming outside our dental practice in Stevenage Town Centre wow. and he was filming King Lear. Oh my word, that's unbelievable. So there you are, uh, are you a dentist or on reception or oh, working in the no. office there? Yeah, no, I was on I was on reception and uh, yeah, just looked up outside film crew. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> now, so if he was like sitting on a bench and he's in King Lear, how's that going to yeah. work in terms of thematically being in the right era for King Lear? Because were there benches around then? Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of, I haven't actually seen the film myself, but from the gist of it, it was kind of filmed in this sort of era. It was a bit, Oh, yeah. a modern take. I love that. Yeah. And then if you're on reception answering the phones in the background, did you get in shot at all, Nicola? No, unfortunately not, no. Oh, damn, you should have gone out the front or done something or just, you know, adjusted know. the blinds. I know, I know. I should have just got my face up against the window. <laughs> <laughs> so I mentioned earlier on that my friend Manny, the fellow Evertonian, was talking about Batman, the dead long one being filmed in Liverpool. Uh, Susie now says, Cole House Fort, East Tilbury Village, Essex, was the prison at the start of Batman Begins with Christian Bale. Any other area got a Batman claim to fame? Get in touch. I was also saying earlier on that I don't think anything in my uh, local area of South End has appeared in TV or movie. I've been put right here by this person. Uh, Bush, the BBC, were in South End Seafront filming 
following EastEnders just last weekend. Where were you on a country walk? I probably was, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, we've got Ellie on the line. Ellie, where are you from? I'm from Daventry in Northamptonshire. And first of all, we had a Nativity Falls film here with Ruth Jones in it. And I right. distinctly remember her driving down the high street on a tractor, <laughs> which was a bizarre experience, a really, really bizarre experience. Um, and then secondly, so just over the way in Northampton, um, Kinky Boots used my partner Edward's um, office for one of the scenes where um, where the the gentleman looks at the boots in the in the window. Um, so yeah, we're just women in celebrities around this way. Yeah, what about that? You can't move for celebs in Northampton. Now I don't mean this in a bad yeah. way to Northampton, but up until the movie thing, right? What else? What else is going on in Northampton that's kind of famous for? Is it you guys have got like a pencil museum or a shoe museum or something like that? The shoe museum, the very famous shoe museum. Yeah. Okay. So- I would recommend anybody go there. Great day out. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen. I think the more of the you know, the more that you attract the glitterati from Hollywood, the less that you're a one-trick yeah. shoe museum pony in, in uh, Northampton. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No offence. Exactly. People are going to be driving so quick to get here. Obviously, at the legal limit. Of course. No <laughs> yeah, it's going to yeah, be a big be. year. Big year for Northampton. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it happen. Northampton 2022, you heard it here first. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We're on a quest to find out what is the best decade. We're dedicating a week of home time uh, over the next few weeks to each different decade. We did 90s last week, noughties this week. We're going to play a load of your favourite naughty songs on Friday's show. So head to our Facebook page and tell us what song you want to hear there. We could be playing it on Friday. In the meantime, how's your week been? I found a dropped tube of Anyasol outside the co-op in Leon C at the start of the week. Took a photo of it saying, oh, someone's week's got a lot a lot worse. Uh, put it on Twitter. And then loads of people, completely took me by surprise, getting in touch saying that they actually use it to reduce wrinkles on their face. And I thought, what an amazing alternative use for something. So if you use an item or product in a way that it wasn't originally intended, get in touch. Now, Carla is tweeted to say, well, Bush, this could go down some interesting avenues. I have faith in you guys that we're going to keep this on the right side of things. Do you know what I mean? I trust you lot. And already we're having some stuff coming in, which is the kind of angle I want to go down. Mick Coyle says, he's sent a little photo, and what he's been doing is using old lateral flow tests as plant labels. So he's sticking them in the side of a plant pot and then writing the name of the plant with a Sharpie on the actual lateral flow test. What about that alternative use for something? Uh, Mike says, uh, and I've never heard of this before, uh, leave a sock full of cat litter in your car to keep your windows from fogging up. Have you ever heard of that before? This one says, here at Dad's shop DIY, we sell gaffer tape and emery paper to people with foot warts. Oh, wow, what about that? And I'm going to read you the start of this text, but I'm not going to read the rest of it because I can't. Uh, it's just a little teaser. Andy in Seven Oaks is texting, say, Bush, this may not be usable. I used to sell medical-grade enema equipment. Andy, mate, I think we'll leave that there. We've got Dougie on the line. Dougie, tell us, what do you do? You've obviously been into co-ops. You said mentioned that earlier. Yeah. The co-ops got, like, a little display table. Um, it's they, they used to keep like their croissants and their breads and stuff on. Right. Right. Now I have it's got three shelves. I have taken one of them. They were thrown it out. Um, so the wheel was broken. They were thrown it out, and I have actually turned one of them into a tool trolley. I'm a mechanic by trade. Wow. And then I've turned one into a tool trolley. I've welded like little socket holders and stuff onto it. I tried to send a picture, but it wasn't working. Which co-op from your neck of the woods is that actually from? It's actually from a place called Spoon. Spoon. 
Scone. It's, it's spelt scone. It's in like centre of Scotland. Brilliant. So your tool trolley is from the co-op in Scone. Yes. Been fairly clean so far, so I do appreciate that. I knew I could trust you guys. Skinner says I use a tyre bead seater to make fireballs. It's basically compressed air cannon, and if you fill the spout with flour and set it off, you get a massive cloud of flour dust, which you can ignite with cutting gear to produce a fireball. I think it goes without saying, A, I don't really know what he's talking about, B, 100% don't try that at home. He's a madman. Jerry Cottle over there texted in. Uh, good uh, circus reference there from me. Um, James is on the line, and his dad does something, uh, uses something for an alternative means. Uh, James, tell us what he does. My dad, for as long as I can remember, has um, been using Vaseline as deodorant. Wow, so it's not a great line, but let me just paraphrase. I think you said that uh, your dad has been using Vaseline as a deodorant for as long as you can remember. Yeah, yeah, every morning after the shower, he'd uh, open up the tube and just rub it in his armpits and went about his day. <laughs> And was he recommended this uh, this kind of hack from someone, or did he make it up himself? Uh, to be honest, I have no idea. It, it's just something we've all just accepted and never talked about, and as we got older, just kind of realised it's not normal. And did he say it worked? Um, uh, he never gave up the smell that I'd say otherwise. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I just imagine being quite claggy under your arms, Vaseline, but, but yeah. who knows? Yeah, I, uh, it's not something I followed uh, his footsteps with. Would you ever give it a try? Uh, no. No, I'll find with the Last couple of messages on alternative uses for stuff. Uh, if you use an item for the, uh, a manner in which it wasn't intended, Ian Sanders says on Twitter, Bush, I use a cheese safe uh, to store stuff in my garden shed. Is that an actual thing, a cheese safe? Well, apparently he puts stuff in there in his garden shed and he's telling the world about it right now. And Jamie says, and this is bizarre, I wrap my feet in cling film to keep them warm in the winter. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I hope you've had a great day and a great week so far. My mum and dad, Jerry and Nigel, have had a cracking day. Uh, they've been at their favourite shop in the entire world for most of the day today. My dad's been sending me a load of photos of it. It's, of course, the iconic Trago Mills. Uh, if you live in the southwest, or you've been down that way on, on holiday... Uh, uh, it's it's a uh, an enigmatic shop. There's no way uh, there's no other shop in the world like Trago Mills. And it's very hard to describe exactly what it is. But Trago Mills, uh, it's got a kind of theme park vibe about it. You go in there and you can buy the most unusual collection of items. And you know you might come out of Trago Mills on a normal day and get yourself a bullwhip, a gum guard, and an air rifle. That's just how you roll. Surrounded by peacocks because there's a load of wildlife walking around the place as well. Uh, but since I was a kid, like one of the best treats you could get growing up in Devon was to go to Traeger Mills with, with your parents and stuff as well. So And it's still going strong, which in the current climate of you know stuff closing down and not being as good as it used to be is an amazing thing. So I think they're still knocking around there. I think they were going to have their tea nearby. And they were heading into the evening. But if they go down there maybe tomorrow again, if there's anything from Traeger Mills that you would like them to pick up for you, my mum and dad, just get in touch with me on the show this evening and I'll make sure uh, they'll get it for you. So all you've got to do is drop me a tweet. If you can think of a, a couple of... Uh, bizarre, incoherent items, because that's what Trago Mills do, uh, that you would like my mum and dad, Jerry and Nigel, to pick up for you in their next trip to Trago Mills. Uh, drop me a tweet now, at Absolute Radio, and I'll see what we can do. And some brilliant stuff coming in. Uh, Tom says, can they pick me up a faux Turkish rug and some rollerblades? Consider it done. Andrew Wilcox from Shed of the Year 2022. 
says, uh, Bush, can they pick me up an ottoman, a loft ladder and a selection of fireworks, please? Uh, Claire wants fishermen's waders, an eight-man eight tent and a garlic press. These are such uh, Trago items that people are getting this and I love it. And hi to Matt, who wants my mum and dad to pick him up a horse riding saddle and some leather chaps. Busy weekend, eh, Matt? Great to have had your company. Uh, sorry I can't take any more orders for Traeger Mills for my parents tomorrow, but we'll do it again soon and you'll be able to get, a, like I say, uh, some trainers that you can use at a gymnasium and a floppy disk at some point in the not-too-distant future. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's all thanks to the must-see family movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, in cinemas this Friday. It's bigger and better than ever before with twice as much action. Uh, we've been asking you to head to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk, to register to play. Someone who has done just that is Nathan. He's on the line right now. Nathan, where are you representing tonight? Hi there. Um, I'm in South Wales. Fantastic. Uh, not too far from Cardiff. Brilliant. Uh, I was at university in Swansea, so we used to go out in uh, Swansea and Cardiff a fair old bit. I've asked a couple of Cardiff callers this over the past few weeks, but is Chip Alley still a thing in Cardiff or is it gone? It is, yes, very much so. Plenty of chip shops and kebabs and, uh, yes. Definitely. I remember coming out of a nightclub and then actually sliding down the hill slightly because there was so much fat on the street from people eating yeah. fish and chips out there, which is, which is an amazing thing and I'm all for that. It's a carpet of, of food sometimes, yeah. Get yourself down to Cardiff, folks. You're going to love it. Right, listen, Nathan, yeah. here are the rules. We've got Because Sonic 2 is all about Sonic versus the baddie Knuckles, it means our game is all about speed versus strength. So we've got two options for you to bag up to £1,000. Option one is the speed angle. Uh, basically, you answer five questions in 30 seconds for every question you get correct. That's £200. Option two is strength. You get one really tough question, but it's worth £1,000 in one go. You've got 10 seconds on the clock. And we've got to take your first answer. Which angle are you going to go for then, Nathan? Um, it's a tough one, but I think I'll go for the speed. So really? the five questions. Good lad. Well, listen, 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, here we go, starting now. London most recently hosted the Summer Olympics in what year? 2012. Correct. Levi's are famous for making what type of clothing? Uh, jeans. Correct. Which radio DJ character has Steve Coogan played for the past 30 years? Alan Partridge. Brilliant. The correct. Back in Black was a 1980 album for which band? Black Sabbath. Oh, unlucky ACDC. And then complete this book title, The Lion, the Witch and the What? Wardrobe. Brilliant. Just in the nick of time, bagged yourself £800, which ain't bad work at all, Nathan. Well done. That's super. Thanks very much. Uh, well, listen, have yourself a brilliant Wednesday night. Great to chat to you. Pass on my love to South Wales. And uh, that's all thanks to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 starring Jim Carrey and Idris Elba. It's in cinemas on Friday. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.